Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Good morning, Ali. Good morning, Michelle. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday is always better than happy Monday. You know? Oh, gosh. Yes, absolutely. Because we're almost there. We're almost to the weekend. We're so close. Right. Yes, we are. <laughs> Drinking out of my Give WP Earth Day mug oh, today. Cool. little lipstick on there. Yes, absolutely. I got to get it. the I got to get one of those new big orange heart mugs that's in the shop right now. Yeah, I'm they're in the they're in the office. I am home. You can tell by my background and my poor lighting I'm <laughs> from home today. Um, but yeah, I love my mugs and I have not had my coffee yet. So, you know, I'm not responsible for anything I say. Just there kidding. you go. Good disclaimer. <laughs> I love that. We should put that at the beginning of every vlog. We haven't had coffee yet. We're not responsible for anything we say. (laughs) But yeah, today, today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about two things that we do kind of often, um, not only professionally, but personally, which is calling people in and calling people out. Um, Something I've been thinking about a lot. And so first, I kind of want to just for people who are listening, explain what those two things mean, right? So when you're calling someone out, right, you are um, maybe not admonishing them all the time. Sometimes it might be an admonishment, but you are making them aware in usually a public setting that something that they did was in a, anywhere from inappropriate or insensitive to all out, you know, racist, sexist, ableist, whatever. You're saying, hey, what you just said was wrong was mean, was unkind, was, you know, all these other things Um, versus calling them in is like a softer way to do that. It's maybe doing it in private, doing it through a text message or a DM or pulling them to the side and trying to explain to them what they did was wrong. And it can be really difficult to know when it is appropriate to do either one of those things. I I am a little bit more of a fan of calling people out because I think that having these conversations publicly in in an, in an environment where other people can join in and see the discourse being had is really important. Like people learn through those conversations. They learn through those examples. Like it's kind of, it's almost a little heartless to say like, oh, you're making an example out of somebody. But sometimes it's a good example to see, hey, that person said this thing. And I say that thing, but then this other person called them out and explained why it's wrong. And now I know why it's wrong. And I know that I don't have to do or say that thing. Um, whereas calling somebody in, it's a little bit safer, right? Like it it maybe won't be damaging to their reputation or it won't embarrass them, right? And I think a lot of people these days are not are having a hard time with the idea of, oh, well, this person said something racist and I don't want to embarrass them. So I'm going to call them in. Like, that's kind of a hard thing. I can say as, as a black woman, I, I don't, I'm not really concerned with saving a racist, the embarrassment of being called a racist in public. But sometimes somebody says something maybe just out of ignorance or they just weren't thinking and calling them out is might be an over reaction to that instance. So it can be really tricky to know when to do which. 
Um, Michelle, what do you, what do you, what's your experience? What do you think about, about these two ideas? How do you usually handle stuff like this? So I'm one of the least controversial, like I don't, that's uh, <laughs> confrontational. I avoid mm-hmm. confrontation in my life as much as possible. And I think that's part of my upbringing, you know, parents that fought constantly and things like that. And the oldest sibling trying to always make sure everybody's happy, the, the status quo kind of thing. So it's, it takes a lot to move me to even address people about issues um, when it comes to something that that's been where I feel it's an aggression against me, a micro or otherwise, based on last week's mm-hmm. conversation. Um, and and so for me, it's like I I swallow way more hurt and angst and things like that than I probably should, because I'm going to guess that's not really healthy for me. Uh, I have for me, it's like I, I guess in the past I've been able to call up brands like mm-hmm. I have no problem saying, you know, like, or, or politicians like mm. to say, you know, how, what my feelings about our former president and things like that publicly. And um, a little bit more some, impersonal that way. Yeah, for sure. And that's somebody who has, uh, you know, it's not, it's not a personal thing. It's not against me, but that it's, you know, I, I'm not going to call up the president of the United States and go, I think you said something racist, or I know <laughs> you said something racist, you know, or, or a brand or, um, you know, anything like that, but, you know, person to person, I am one of those people that is just very much, um, trying just to keep ha- people happy and kind of hang back a little bit and say things after I feel like I've processed. So I, I, I never like just boom, react immediately and do anything because it's, um, it's just not me to do that. I, 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 I'll talk to a friend or I'll let things fester. I'll think things through before I make a decision of whether or not to say something publicly or even to call somebody in and have a conversation with them that way. If, um, unless it's, you know, raising my daughter, close friend. Um, I really don't have a problem telling somebody they hurt my feelings that, that way. But yeah, I guess. And part of it is just who we are, how, how the situation we were raised in, um, the, the, age that I was, I grew up in versus the age that you grew up in, like all of those different things. Um, but as we were thinking about talking today, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I got to thinking about tropes that like people sometimes will call us out on. Right. So mm-hmm. like I was thinking about, um, I've never heard anybody say this about you, but I was thinking about the angry black woman, right? Like mm-hmm. that's a thing people talk about. Oh, she's just an angry black woman. Or she's just a crazy white woman because like mm. you get called angry, I get called crazy, right? Like that's the way that those things happen. And that those kinds of tropes actually have roots in um, misogyny and in uh, supremacy and in racism mm-hmm. because it tries to downplay an entire group of people's honest reactions to things. So yeah. if Allie Nimmons as a black woman is upset about some racist person, people, people have a tendency to say something like, well, she's just an angry black woman. Why mm-hmm. do you think she's an angry black woman? Perhaps her experiences and those of generations that came before her have reason to be angry, you know, yeah. or I start to say something about like, you know, um, maybe accessibility somewhere and that, you know, there's a ramp into a building and then stairs great, good. I could get in the door, but I can't get anywhere else, you know? And I, and I get angry about it and I get called a crazy white woman or an angry white woman. It's like, okay, you can call me whatever you want. It doesn't change the fact 
that you still have an inaccessible situation. Yeah. But instead of taking responsibility, you've now shifted that back on the person who has a legitimate um, issue. So anyway, yeah. that's that's just some of the stuff I was thinking about when we were thinking yeah. about this topic. No, that's that's amazing. And language is so, so important to the descriptions. And yeah, I've never been called a crazy or an angry black woman to my face, but I'm sure there are people who think that of me. And yeah, I like what you said about like your upbringing and your past kind of influencing those things. Like I grew up extremely non-confrontational. I was a very shy, painfully shy child. Um, And I think as I've gotten older, I've kind of found my my voice and my confidence a little bit more. And I've realized that if I do speak up about something, the worst that will happen is someone will get upset with me or maybe what I what I was talking about was wrong and I'll have to apologize. Way worse things in the world than that. So I've started like deciding to be a little bit more confrontational and making people a little bit more uncomfortable because I think that's that's how people grow right like what's that there's like an analogy of if if the caterpillar isn't uncomfortable in the cocoon they can't shimmy out and become a butterfly or something silly like like that right yeah yeah Yeah, right like i i think it's important every once in a while to make people uncomfortable um and put them in the hot seat so that they will understand maybe the severity of what they've done but at the same time um yeah, like I want anyone listening who wants to be an ally to know if you are a non-confrontational person, if that isn't something that you're prepared to do for personal reasons or professional reasons, as far as, you know, calling someone out publicly, mm-hmm. um, calling them in is a very good alternative pretty much mm-hmm. almost all of the time, right? To to reach out to somebody that you know and say, hey, that wasn't cool what you said and here's why. Um, that can always be done in a private setting and it's mm-hmm. a lot more comfortable for everybody involved. and. I think also there's a, there's a, uh, what's the word? There's a word, the, the whisper network or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've heard people describe that, particularly in WordPress, that there's like a whisper network where people are talking in DMs and talking to each other individually. And so more people don't know more things. That can be a problem as well. But I think that overall, it helps to make small changes with people mm-hmm. and it helps to hold people accountable. That's a, that's a good word, right. To, to use in this mm-hmm. context is holding people accountable for the things that they do. And so I think that if you're trying to be an ally, finding a way to hold people accountable, whether it's calling them in or calling them out is really important. Mm-hmm. The one thing I do want to add to is that you can be an ally and still not be comfortable with either one of those things based mm-hmm. on your own previous experiences. So if I'm an ally and I don't want to call somebody out publicly and I don't want to call them in because I've had experiences where I've been physically um, assaulted in the past, or I fear for my, my own personal safety or my Mm -hmm. job or things like that, that even though it feels bad not to, sometimes it's okay for your own personal protection and your own, you know, sanity and mental health, yeah, mental health. Yeah. To, to say, I'm going to take a pass today and today I'm not okay to be able to do that. So. Absolutely. And I should say too, like, this is not just, we like framing everything, I think, in the context of work and professional life and WordPress, because that's a lot of people who are listening and the context in which people know us. But this is something that if, if, and when you are comfortable, you can do in all facets of your life and should do, right? Like I've had to call out family members for saying things that I didn't think were okay to say. Um, 
I was going to say an example, but, and I don't think that this person will listen, but I'm, I'm just not going to say the example. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure we've all had that family member yes. who, you know, at the dinner table has said something and you're just like, yeah, what? That's not okay. And um, you turn and you say, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not sure. okay. You know, um, or, or in your personal life, you know, it, it, at certain, I mean, this is not as frequent now, but, you know, say you're at a dinner with a group of friends and somebody says something that's not okay depending on the environment or the friend group or whatever, you can choose to say, hey, that's actually not cool to say and here's why. Um, or you can, you know, text them later, pull them aside afterwards and say, I don't really don't like that you said that. Let's have a conversation. It doesn't always need to be, oh my gosh, you're a racist, right? You right. can have these conversations in a very gentle way because a lot of times it's like, you don't want to completely humiliate that person. You want to educate them. That's a, that's a lot of the main point of these conversations is you want to explain to them why that wasn't okay. And I think the times that I call people out is when I know they know what they said wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to bend backwards to protect their feelings. If I see someone say something that's comes out of a place of ignorance, I think that's when I choose to call them in because Mm -hmm. I know they're maybe trying and they just made a mistake. Right. 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 So that's, I think that's a good delineation that I make in my head of like, are they trying and they made a mistake or are they trying to hurt people and they Mm -hmm. succeeded? You know, what's the difference? Yeah. I had a conversation with somebody last month who, who honestly didn't understand why, you know, people have the chosen pronouns that they do. And that if Mm -hmm. you're born assigned one sex that you can choose to have other pronouns because that's how you identify in your personhood. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had a long conversation with this person explaining at the end, they said, well, I still don't understand why somebody who's, you know, got male anatomy thinks that they're a woman. I said, well, because they are, but that's another point. Okay. I get that you're older and this is boggling, but they agreed that they, that this person should be called what they want to be called and how they feel. So, you know, while I wasn't successful in maybe the complete understanding, at least I was able to help that person understand why it's important to respect people's pronouns. And so, yeah, so sometimes you move the needle a little and sometimes you move the needle a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good one. See, now that's that's got me thinking of how I would have explained that to them, which is a whole, whole, whole other vlog (laughs) of the difference between sex and gender. (laughs) I mean, it was about an hour and a half conversation of going around and around and around because this person was having so much trouble understanding. But the important part was they they were seeking to understand. Right. Yeah. Right. And so and, and, and the terminology is that I mean, this person is much older than me and I'm 52. So the 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 words that they were using for somebody who's transgender are not words we use anymore. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. And so the conversation started there. Yeah. Um, and, and then it's shifted to pronouns and then it shifted to how could somebody who's born with a penis say they're a woman. And so then we talked about, you know, the difference between sex and gender and things like that. And I did my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and basically they, the, the end of us, they, they don't want to hurt. They realize they don't want to hurt people's feelings and that they don't mm-hmm. have to understand it to respect somebody. And I, I thought, love well, that. you know, you can't ask for better than that sometimes. Right. Yeah. That's a good ally mindset, right? You don't have to un- fully understand someone's experience to respect them and to respect their feelings, which mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's, that should be, that should be a topic for another 
another vlog because I've encountered that a lot too, right? Like encountering people who live experiences that I don't, I don't, and will never understand, but Mm -hmm. just, I respect you and I, I respect your experiences and that's the only thing I can do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Yeah. We always talk about the hard stuff and I'm okay with that. And I think it's great. I lost your uh, audio for a second there. Oh, I'm back. Can you hear me? I can no longer hear you. That might be something on my end, though. Maybe. My microphone is still recording. Anyway. Yeah, I can (laughs) no longer hear you. Oh, no. Well, I will say for both of us um, that uh, I'm just going to message her real quick. Um, I'm trying to type. I'll sign off. But I typed I'll sing off. And I'm not going to sing for Um, (laughs) y'all. Anyway, Allie Wave. And uh, I was just saying that we definitely don't skirt around issues here. We are here to bring it and to really talk about things that um, that might make you uncomfortable and that sometimes make us uncomfortable. And that's OK, uh, because what, what we're trying to do is make the world a safer, better place for people and, and share our understandings and our experiences to help you out. Anyway, we'll see you all next week. Thanks. This episode of the Underrepresented in Tech podcast was sponsored by Yikes, Inc., Learn more about their professional WordPress development and design services at yikesinc.com. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of our podcast, want to utilize our database, or just want to say hi, visit us at underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.